Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Achtung Millwall supports the Lions Food Hub. This is a friendly local food hub. It's based in Bermondsey. It's run by our very own Kelly Webster of the Mill Lionesses, a very well-known Millwall fan. They do need supplies, dear listeners. Before we get into the show today, they have posted they need tinned meat, they need toiletries, they need soup, they need tin fruit and veg. If you can help in any way, they are on Twitter, at Lions Food Hub. DM them. You can DM me at Actong Millwall, and I will pass on any help and information that we can lions food hub at lions food hub thank you for listening now back to the show you're listening to after normal broadcasting from the beautiful south Berlin. except no huge welcome dear listeners welcome to a special edition it's mr harry warren talking about deadline day and Mills transfer dealings. How are you, Harry? I'm very well. There's not a lot going on, is there? That's pretty much. That's the Millwall. end of the show. <laughs> yes, that's a that's a Millwall, that's a Millwall deadline day in a nutshell, isn't it? You know, deadline day is a. It's not. He's. I can't remember it as a kid. Um, sort no, of. but I was just doing some research on this. Uh, Harry is our Jim White for the day, dear listeners. Oh, we, fuck we, off! Don't call me that cunt. <laughs> <laughs> You've got his yellow tie on. Um, I, th- I thought we'd just have a quick think about. Um, there's no, there's no Millwall transfer news as Harry and I are speaking. This is um, Monday afternoon, about three o'clock. We're recording this, and so far, apart from Troy Parrott going to Ipswich, which is probably the least surprising bit of transfer news, Harry, in, in some time. I, I mean, that it didn't work out for the boy, did it, Troy, at Millwall? No, it didn't. I mean, I watched Ipswich the other night. Um, obviously, due to my, um, due to my summer. My summer residence um, in in Suffolk, I uh, take great joy in watching them struggle. And um, they're a strange football club. They'll probably, they might not even suit Troy, um, funnily enough, because they're quite, um, they have illusions of being a big club. Um, they are a one. Yeah, well, they hark back to the 70s and 80s, don't they, when they were something, you know. Um, um, and they're, European they're struggling. Yeah, and they're struggling in League One, sat Mick McCarthy famously and got relegated. So, um, he'll have to go there. I mean, he ain't got much competition. He's got Freddie Sears, who used to go to school, the school over from me, which used to bring great amusement when he was at West Ham. And uh, yeah. yeah, they've not really got much to beat there. He'll probably go there and score about 30 goals and Millwall fans will moan on Twitter that we should have kept him and given him a chance. 
Transfer deadline day is never really featured in the Millwall um, range of thinking, in all honesty, dear listeners. I mean, we, we have had plenty of transfers, but we, that, you know, we've never really featured as big news on, on Sky TV, Harry, have we? You know, the, the, uh, the Millwall training ground at Calmont Road has never had the, the camera crew, to my knowledge, outside it or any kind of Millwall manager kind of being doorstepped in his car as he's trying to go home. So um, this is... We the outside Calment Road in the year <laughs> of, the, of the reporter, did we? <laughs> That's a classic image, that, isn't it? I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's largely a construction of Sky Television. So um, the, the actual uh, transfer window concept has really arisen according to Wikipedia. I don't know if this is totally accurate, but since the early 1990s, previously transfers could take place, um, you know, as an... As and when, and interestingly, there's a few quotes on on Wiki um, from some reasonably, you know, um, authoritative names: Steve Coppel, uh, Sven, Arsene Wenger, and and Pellegrini, Manuel Pellegrini, are calling for the abolition of the transfer window system, and going back to probably what it was in the old days when I was a boy, which was you could make transfers at any time throughout the year. Um, this is one. This is one of football's strange quirks, Harry, because in no other form of employment are you restricted as to when you can change employers are you it's it's only football that does this kind of stuff yes it's a bit like them you know the transfer uh you can't move until we say you can move is a bit like the uh managers when you fail you get a payoff um imagine yeah it's you any other job you know these are these football type things that oh well they'll get a payoff and they go you know um i mean what what club would it take to do to do the opposite go no if you fail you don't get any money but if you succeed we give you more money i mean that's shocking shocking for business type people to say stuff like that that um, sounds like a place of work almost yeah it's almost a place of work revolutionary thinking i mean there was talk of um the derby boy who was was, um i've forgotten his name now hang on it'll be something it'll be something very meat and two veg it's gonna have no um it won't be, it'll be an English centre-back or an English centre-defensive midfielder, probably, wouldn't it? It won't be. George, a... George Evans? Yeah, there George we go. Evans there you go. British, British, Welsh, George Evans. Good, solid name. Um, I don't know anything about him. I can't really comment on George Evans, other than the fact he doesn't excite the chaps on our WhatsApp group. Um, do you know him at all, Larry? Have you seen him play? Uh, well, no, I haven't seen him play. I don't, I, I don't know anything about him. Um this is why this, this is why this is why you turn into this podcast. I just like it's just another disappointing, another day in a disappointing season for Millwall fans. Is transfer deadline day? You know, it's um, you, that's true. I suppose the only thing we've ever had in my lifetime of transfer deadline day was the return of Tim Cale, which was a yeah, that was that was I don't know if that was actually done on deadline day, but that seemed to take an age to get. It was like the worst kept secret in Bermondsey that he was coming back. You know what I mean? It was. Um, it did make for a, a, at least one night of excitement. The, the return of Tim Kerr. I remember it well. He came on late, didn't he? I can't remember the scene we played, but um, it was it was it was a moment, and it was a it was a kind of I felt like a full circle going back to the circle thing that we seem to have developed on the show. But I thought to try and cheer us all up. Dear listeners, Harry and I would run through Mill's incoming transfer business since the era of Steve Lomas and pick out any names that um, strike us along the way. Maybe this will be a show to turn off at this point now, actually. If you want to if you want to be depressed, (laughs) please continue to to listen to this podcast. Um, 
Turn it off now. Oh, hey, where dear. are we? I've got to find low mess. You come a long way. You come a long way down this the Mill History website. Well, that's, uh, that's the first thing that struck me. We, we keep talking about Steve Lomas like he was only yesterday. I know it was a scarring experience, Harry. But you're actually going back to 2013. Um, it's a long while ago now, isn't it? It's it seems seems more recent in my mind. I don't know if I'm um, speaking alone there, but um, you do go a long way back to Steve Lomas, 2013 to 14 season. And I just thought we'd run through some of the names um, incoming from from that season. And first Jesus. at the top, I know it's it's, it's illuminating, isn't it? I mean, Al- Alfie Pavey, who never really took off um, at the Den, he was he was always spoken of as one of those um, waiting to ignite kind of players, but he never really made it. Jermaine Easter from Crystal Palace on the free. This was a deal agreed under the era of uh, K- Kenny Jacket. Um, some great now, Stephen Bywater, the West Ham bloke, all of those came from Sheffield Wednesday there. And the first, well, this, this would be the second incarnation of Steve Morrison. That was June 2013 on a season-long loan. I'd remember that being a fairly disappointing period for Steve Morrison. He, he hadn't fully developed his Morrisonian personality at that point, had he? He wasn't the, the miserable git that we all came to know. No, I, I think this was like the, the coming of Steve Morrison realising what he couldn't do anymore and needing to remember what he could do. And I think wasn't helped by I mean there are some absolute I mean I won't I won't um ruin the the suspense for everyone but there are some absolute there are players that I can't even remember playing on this list no, I mean I, I, the listeners are not expecting Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo to appear in this list but Jesus there are some names in here Harry um I mean Steve this was the second incarnation of Morris I mean Morrison's career was a strange one H because he was kind of this was a, a drab period of Steve Morrison. There was there was the the opening phase when he couldn't hit a barn door from three yards out. Then he exploded into this kind of goal scoring sensation um, in his first period. We sold him, didn't we, to Norwich City after mm-hmm. you know firing the goals that got us promoted to uh, to the championship. Then he came back as this rather wishy washy complan kind of version in 2013, where I wonder what happened to him. But it was his return. We'll probably come back to his return um, later on, which I think would be about 2015, 16-ish. And then he became Steve Morrison, the the kind of the matured, miserable, couldn't care less, but could get goals out of nothing, the shithouse kind of Steve mm-hmm. Morrison, to coin a phrase. That's Steve Morrison, that period, really, isn't it? Yeah, I think he probably not played a lot of football at Norwich. I remember in that no. first season of Premier League, I remember watching him against John Terry and he made John Terry look stupid for an afternoon at Carrow Road. Um, mm, mm. I think Norwich beat Chelsea. I think, I, I think it was a Mourinho Chelsea or maybe a Di Matteo Chelsea. Um, I might have got the Chelsea managers wrong. Which he was capped for Wales at one point. He was an international. Yeah, I, yeah. I, think, um, I think he had it in him. I just don't think he was ever really fancied at Norwich and then he definitely, definitely is hated by Leeds fans. Um, yeah. Not yeah. just because of his... Millwall attachment. I think he's hated by Leeds fans for basically, you know, the the Millwall trait of being a wage thief. I think they have that label. <laughs> that label that he's saw. Um, I mean, I've, on this particular list, I'm just I'm looking down to the second from bottom on this list, Nick, and he's a famous Millwall um, wage thief <laughs> incarnate there. There's cracked through a few. I mean, Josh Arthur. I don't remember Josh Arthur. Um, I have no Tom- idea who he is. Tom Bender, I don't remember him. Lee, remember Martin, him Lee Martin, there's there's one. There's there's um a very poor um 
player, but he, he, had he played for Manchester United, Lee Martinelli? I believe he, that might have been, that might have been true, but so did, uh, <laughs> there's some, a lot of shit that have played for Man United as well, like Eric Jemba Jemba and other crap like that. But um, <laughs> Well, he came know. from Ipswich, um, but he always traded on this, you know, academy of um, Sir Alex Ferguson kind of linkage, but did nothing for us really. Another thing that strikes me on this list is it has bought for, so how much the manager spent and bought for under Steve Lomas, funny enough, says zero, 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 zero. So all these yeah. are free Freebies, Freemans, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, the whole Lomas period, which was um, short but brief, um, as the song says, uh, by injury, it was, was he spent zero. So these are all free, I mean, obviously wages, I suppose, would be the cost. But... A lot of fucking wages here. Oh, gee, Richard Chaplow, he of the Monopoly board on new, um, was it Boxing Day, playing, playing, board, nothing beats but playing board games with your family when your team's getting beat sticks one at Norwich. Yeah. <laughs> the freezing cold. Done, brilliant. <laughs> he got slaughtered for that. Some wonderful names, Nicky Bailey, Harry, remember him? Nicky oh, Bailey. big fat Charlton fat. wanker. <laughs> Scott McDonald, the midget striker. Oh, fucking! Useless. I didn't mind Scott McDonald. He was he wasn't effective. Um, so far, if you found one name on here other than Morrison, is there one name on here that you'd think under well, a diff, under a different manager, under a different regime, under a different time would have excelled at the den? Because I don't think I found one. No, I mean even even the, as I said, this Morrison version on this occasion, twenty thirteen, was wishy washy. So none of these have been impressive. Andy Marshall, um, it was just a, uh, unattached, so it's a free uh, goalkeeper. Sean Derry, I, I didn't like Sean Derry. He looked like the kind of bloke you'd find propping up the bar in some bad pub around East Ham somewhere, you know. It's like, yeah, he just. Can you or can listeners remember Aaron Lee Barrett? Aaron Lee Barrett, short term contract. Not a clue. Not a clue. One player I thought might thrive under different management was Martin Waghorn. Um, it was an, an emergency loan in uh, September 2013. Came from Leicester. I, I didn't mind Waghorn. He, I thought Waghorn had something. He gave you so he had he had a bit of a, a, he still has something about him. He always seems to do well against us. And I think that's kind of spite and payback and I kind of admire that. You know that's, yeah. that's um there's something new all about that isn't there? Um definitely I don't remember Paul Connolly from from previously from Leeds United. Um, no, no idea of him either. Paul Connolly, listeners, you tell us. Um, I do remember the name. I, don't, I never never saw him. I wonder if he actually existed. But this is the name that Harry was talking about. Was the legendary figure of Justin Hoyt, who signed permanently on a free transfer. This 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 in the January. <laughs> was this on deadline day? Was it like <laughs> our only signing ever on deadline day is Justin Hoyt would sum up the football club perfectly, wouldn't it? I'm just going to take a look at Justin Hoyt's figures because he was with us for some time. Uh, How in many compar- games did he actually play? Six. He played six games across two seasons, twice as a substitute. So six starts, six starts, two as sub, zero goals, listeners, zero goals. And from he got right two, back. From right back. He got two, 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 um, two years of contract out of Millwall Football Club for let's that. Work on an average, let's work on an average of four grand a week. <laughs> it's not a bad fuck job, it, is it? Fuck it, Dale. We are Lucy. so shit, are we? Well, uh, this is under. This is the last of Steve Lomas's son. It was Guy Nusi. I, I I remember the name. I can't remember the player, but um, the name stuck in my my, my mind. Um, we now have a, a comparatively rich period of 
um, transfer dealerships, Harry, in 20, the remainder of 2013 to 40, with the um, the legendary figure that is um, Ian Hollowhead Holloway. Um, he joined us in um, January 2014 after a very brief um, Neil Harris um, caretaker uh, interlude at that point. And he smashed by South End. Yeah. Did you go? Was you at that game? I wasn't at the South End game. I was I was at the Leicester. I think we got beaten by Leicester as well in them two games. We got beaten by Vardy's Leicester and lost 5 0. I, I think we were at home for that. I, I remember that. It was pissing down with rain on the New Year's Day. And yeah. That was fucking, that was as low as I thought it could get. Little did I know. <laughs> it could get lower at South End. I think, I think the, the, um, the, the floodlights fell down. Everyone was holding their. Um, Mobile, mobile phones up in the, in the very you know that kind of sweet way that uh, I and we got beat four one bad day. So let's run through some of Ian Holloway's first phase twenty thirteen. So this will be just the remainder of the twenty thirteen fourteen season. Harry Ryan Fredericks on loan from Tottenham. Um, I remember him being there. I'm sure I would have seen him, but I can't remember him. DJ Campbell, do you remember DJ Campbell? I do remember DJ Campbell. Um, one good, this is a good, this is our first good signing. Um, one that lasts and exists to this day. Sean Williams was signed in January 2014 for an undisclosed fee, thought to be £250,000 from the MK Dons. I think that's a good signing. Would you agree? Uh, I would, be, yeah, I would say that's a good signing. Um, you can't take that one away from him. The rest, as I go down this list, somewhat, somewhat show. No, um, even a they fade, they fade. Well, even, <laughs> even a stop clock is right twice a day, you know. What I mean, it's um, Sean Williams. I'm going to put that in the positive side. So, I mean, up until now, in all honesty, I've not seen anything positive, even including the, the wishy washy Morrison version that we, we just mentioned. Um, Ed Upson, he went bad, he was signed on the 31st of January, yeah. Know. Says in the right, so that would have been transferred deadline day, I'd assume. That would have been a deadline day deal. That would have really got us excited. Sean Williams and and then Ed Upson. Uh, was Sean Williams two hundred and fifty grand? That's not that's a substantial signing. I think we've probably got value out of that signing yeah, over absolutely. the years since. Um, Ed Upson, I think was he was hundred thousand, thought to be one hundred according to Mill History. Uh, dot org uk um, less less. It was all right. It, was, it just wasn't exciting. Um, previously with Eintracht Braunschweig, thank you to your lingo for my pronunciation, Harry. But Simeon Jackson, <laughs> Jackson, didn't miss a penalty. I reckon remember awful. about him. Was well, I always remember why, is he, why isn't he called Simon? Why is he called Simeon? What, what, what's that all about? But he's Canadian, um, weren't he? I don't know, <laughs> yeah, he was Canadian. Um, just a very weird football player. At times, or nothing. Um, Simeon is in a nothing in a nothing window. Let's have a look at his track record at the den, as 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 the fancy takes us, dear listeners. He played three, started three times. He was eleven times a substitute and scored twice. Actually, that's not a bad hit rate. Jamaica born from Kingston, Jamaica, um, Canadian. You're right. Signed from Germany and released on transfer three on on. 2014. I mean, I'm not saying I advocate or, you know, put forward the case for Simeon Jackson, but two goals from three starts and 11 as a sub is not that bad compared with some other shockers that we'll we'll probably come on to. Um, 
Where were we? Oh, oh, Frederick Bassoni. Can't remember him. Was he not? He was an Argentinian, one of the few Argentines ever to play for us. He's Sporting he was previously sporting Kansas. All right. Um, Fucking hell, imagine getting off the plane <laughs> at Heathrow <laughs> and you drive through London, you go through the West End, and you're you're slowly making your way round. <laughs> And you end up turning up at the den, fucking through, you know, past uh, the Lions Cafe. Is it a donut shop? <laughs> Coffee and donuts. Owen Garvin, I do remember him. He wasn't very effective from memory. He was a loan uh, signing on February 2014. I'm laughing because I've just seen the next name. Next one. Do you want to do it? Or shall we? No, I'll let you do it. <laughs> the one, the only, he signed from FC Köln in the Bundesliga. This is the first, this is the first initiation. Of the... This was the first incarnation of one Stefan Meyerhofer. The goal the, scorer. The goal. <laughs> How many did he get? I'm, I'm going to look two. at Meyerhofer. I think he two. got two. One hit him on the arse on the goal line and he celebrated it like he just scored some weldy, like out <laughs> the right foot or something for 30 yards. It's absolutely fucking shit. I should have made that tea towel. Obviously, you should have done. Right, great. So, Stefan Meyerhofer, um, in two phases, because we, we signed him, we, we loved him so much, we brought him back, dear listeners. But he only in, come back because he wanted a... Um, he only a settee. Did he want a settee? <laughs> he wanted all the way to buy him a bigger sofa because he couldn't fit on one or something. I fucking don't know. Like, standard size because he's so tall. Oh dear! Do you think he would have ever got a contract if he wasn't six foot seven? Like if he was just a normal like. But he couldn't jump for toffee. I know. We we all have a fucking fantastic track. We're finding target men who can't jump. Oh, it was Pat. It was, was, you know, a big bloke. He was a bodybuilder, and yet he looked like he'd fall over at the first gust of wind. You know, Um, there we are. Austrian. Um, two phases: twenty thirteen, fourteen, and twenty fourteen, fifteen. He started thirteen times for Millwall. Came off the bench eight times and got three goals. Three goals he scored. Sorry, one out. That wasn't bad. He scored twice in his first period in 2014. And once, which would be the goal that I should have made a a tea towel out of. Because that was the goal that he celebrated like he just scored in a World Cup final. Uh, a good one. Here's a good one. Carlos Edwards, just one of the last of the 2014 crop under Ian Holloway. Fantastic football player. We probably, I mean, he was 35, 36, wasn't he, when he was playing for us, but... I mean, um, imagine if you'd signed him at 30. I think he'd still be in the first team now, you know? I mean, he's... Um, yeah. Fantastic. Achtung, there is an interesting one, because we're just moving through 2014, now becoming 2014-15, which will be the end of Ian Holloway. So we've got Carlos Edwards um, signed on a free transfer. Lee Gregory signed for 250000 from Halifax Town. Buy in Holloway, um, a decent signing, and I say we yep. got value out of Lee Gregory. I, I don't think I know that he got his critics at the end of his career, Harry, but I thought that was unfair on him. I thought he, he never pretended to be, you know, anything other than what he was. He was a very willing runner and a very decent player. I thought Lee Greg. Yeah, I, I, I think Lee Gregory could do a job for this side now. I'm being totally honest. Um... Would you bring him back? Would you? Fucking hell, he's better than... I mean, we need to sign some form of goal threat. I mean, Jesus. That's true. True. Um, I, even on loan till the end of the season, just to get you out of the shitter. It can't, it can't be can't be any worse than we've got. I know he misses more one-on-ones, but we don't create one-on-ones, so 
You know what I mean? It's, um... Well, look at his numbers. I mean, I know, I know people will say, and I can almost hear people saying back to me, all, all done in League One. And I, 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 I agree, but we haven't had a striker in the Championship probably since fucking Sheridan, so, or Harrison Claridge on Sadly up in two, the early 2000s. So. No, t- 201 starts, 37 as a substitute, 77 goals. That's not bad turn, is it? I think I put that stat up the other day of Morrison and Gregory when they played together in League One with pretty much, you know, 40 goals a season between them or, or something ridiculous. You know, you, he left you a, can't the end buy of his... that. No, you can't. I mean... We can, but Mill can't afford that. <laughs> no, and, and, you know, he was he was our Poundland version of that level of striker, wasn't he? Because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're having to go to Halifax Town and we've picked him up for a quarter of a million, which is paltry sums in, in, in the modern game. Um, but I'd say that's the kind of striker that we, 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 we've almost uh, specialised in over the course of um, Mill history. So 201 appearances, listeners, I'll say it again because I'm impressed. 37 as a substitute, 77 goals for Lee Gregory. What annoys me with that as well, Nick, is if you actually look at where we are bringing that back to the modern days, that League 1 and League 2 are under... Um, Sort of financial restrictions, caps. Yeah, 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 caps. yeah. So, if there's ever a time that Millwall can flop 250 grand out for a million pound player and take a chance, mm. uh, this transfer is yeah. the chance. You know, this is the when we weirdly, regardless of our financial situation, are the Habs because we've got more than you in a cap, but Millwall don't seemingly have not uh, had their head of recruitment in for more than. You know what a month, and apparently you can't scout anyone by watching thousands of hours of games. I mean, yesterday, for instance, I watched five games live on Sky yesterday, and yeah. um, I, I've taken from that that Tottenham are quite shit. So you know, there's there's my overriding idea, and uh, <laughs> maybe Mourinho's a fraud. I, I don't know, but th- these are the kind of I'm I'm sure Mills. Rec- I'm actually not sure that Mills recruitment team have more than one man sitting in the back office at somewhere at Calmont Road. You know, no, no. type thing. Um, well, I mean, word with Lee was that his missus wants to get back up north to family, and I think that must be a pressure on on a player because whilst he might have um, not minded, fucking good that's done. Lot of fucking good that's done at this. I'm turning into a soap soap opera now, and I like an episode of um, Coronation Street or something. Yeah, um, that, that is professional north. I mean, we'll have a professional Holloway. We did have a professional <laughs> northern obsession, didn't we? You know, Byron Webster. There's the next one on our list, yeah. Yeah, he's, an, he's a northerner who was playing at Yeovil. So to end up playing for Millwall must have seemed like he was coming north, you know. Um, <laughs> Byron was a decent signing. I mean, I, you know, he's, he's one of our well. own for free. And, you know, you, I think there was, there, was, there was a period when he really came good uh, and he got injured, didn't he? And he was never the same player after that. No. But um, I think, you know, for a, for a, 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 a professional northerner, um, so he threw himself into the middle thing, and I think that's that. That's um, he, he was a decent player as well at a, a period in his in his in his career. So I think that was goes down as a decent. There's some actually some decent signings, one or two under Ian Holloway. This I'm is going to one hurt. or two because I'm reading. It's going to hurt a lot of people out there. Still no news on the Millwall deadline day. Um, I know you've tuned in for this, dear listener. Still nothing happening other than Jim, Conor Jim Mahoney. Pace. Jim White. Conor Mahoney's. <laughs> Conor Mahoney's hobbled off at half time in an under twenty three. Game, so I don't know if we'll see him again. Oh, excellent. 
It's met me for Shane Ferguson left the den today. There was a story, I don't know if it's true, I can't believe it's true, I hope it's not true, it cannot be true, it's got to be made up that Gary Rowett, the reason Gary Rowett don't play Matt Smith, he's got some clause in his, some appearance clause in his um, contract. Um, It's the kind of thing that people invent when they're very, very bored, I hope. But then a nagging little voice in the back of my head saying it could be true because it's Millwall. He's not getting, he don't even get in game time because it costs money. Who knows? Ricardo Fuller, July 2014, Harry. He of the rooftop ball. I think that ball <laughs> must still be up there, mustn't it? No one's ever going to get it. I just no get, get it down. I liked Magai Guay. I know he carried a bit of um, a bit of timber, but um, I liked him. He was a finisher. I always, I always thought he could be better than what he actually turned out to be. But he didn't get game time much, did he? I think. No, I think he scored. Didn't he score a winner against Charlton? Even though we got relegated. And yeah. then we went down and he scored and then done the celebration of Holloway had been... I think Holloway had gone by then. Well, uh, Holloway dug him out for carrying too much body fat. Yeah, and then he called it basically... As soon as Holloway fucked off, Harris sort of done that mini revival, which wasn't enough, um, yeah. which Holloway still famously dines out on, that he hasn't relegated us. No, he just rolled. I yeah. mean, he hasn't relegated Grimsby, although Grimsby will go down this season. It's that, it's that, kind, of, um, it's that kind of thing. But yeah, I thought that... We had something about him. At least, you know, if you've always got, if you're a ball carrier and you've got a bit of pace, you always look back, you know, in the myriad of uh, Millwall sort of meat and two veg tacklers in the midfield, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a bit of pace and a bit of flair, you automatically look like you're worth sort of two or three million quid when you might only be worth, you know, a KFC bargain bucket mill. Um, <laughs> well, guy, guy neat, neat, to me, knew where the back of the net was, and that's always been a valuable asset. We just mentioned Lee Gregory. And McGuire for whatever reason, didn't get the game time that maybe might have developed him into a play, in my opinion, but what do yep. I know? Matthew Briggs, I can't remember. He's previously with Fulham, yeah, but I can't remember, remember much about him. He was um, the shit left back. Shit left back. I think, he's gave, I think he famously <laughs> gave away a penalty against, Q, I think, QPR. That, this might have been... A, I, I yeah, don't remember that, that. He was awful. Absolutely fucking dreadful. Matthias Renegi from yeah, Watford I remember him. fucking shit and all. Um, hot shot goal scorer Tom King was signed in 2014, goalkeeper. Yep. From Crystal, he was a decent goalkeeper. He, he, he never really escaped the, the Tottenham six goal drubbing that we took, and I think no, that I, I think people wrote him off slightly unfairly, in my opinion. After, I think after. he probably would be comfortably number two now, um, mm. the fielding, if that makes sense. I think he's not better than Bielkowski, uh, but he no, would be. He's, he, not, he's, but... he's better than fielding, in my opinion. If from yeah. you know. And probably cheaper. It's probably. But here's a player. Here's a name. Angel <laughs> Martinez. Angel Martinez. Angel. <laughs> he of the, um, the the Twitter good feel good um memes. This was like it was like that he was the one that definitely bought into the the Marie, um not Mourinho, that definitely bought into the sort of Holloway let's post them motivational speaking. Right words what, everywhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we've all got that cunt at work, right? We've all got that cunt at work that is the um, that is the middle management person that's been on a course, <laughs> and they come back and they tell you all that they've been on this course and their life has been changed, you know. Because there is gonna, no I in team, hey, Harry. We're, gonna, we're all gonna, you know, we're all about compassion and goal driven. Go, we're all goal driven and we're all motivated and we're it's all buzzwords. And you all sit there and you look at him and think, Ooh, I've got a list. That, that was Angel Martinez. Yeah, there he is. I mean, just to just to interject. I mean, we are still wading through the signings of Ian Holloway's 
dealings prior to the 2014-15 season, there was a lot of signings. I mean, we're not looking at the ones going out, just looking at the ones coming in, listeners. Um, and relentlessly, one or two exceptions, relentlessly, these have been very, very average, haven't they, Harry? I mean, you know. I think average is, average is, um, is doing them a favour. Yeah. yeah generous. Was the word that you're looking for. Well, on that, I mean, Andy Wilkinson, do you remember him from Stoke City? Yeah, he was just a, just a, he was like Can't Alan Dunn. He was basically Alan Dunn, but not called Alan Dunn. He just was like, <laughs> just someone to hit people. Just, just really weird signing. No reason for it. I liked Paris Cowan Hall, but he was plaster of Paris. Plaster of Paris, famously, yeah. 30 um, grand apparently we gave for him. 30 grand for, for undisclosed, but forced to be 30 found. Why would you not but, disclose but this was the start. I don't know. This was the start of the fascination with Wickham Wanderers for our football club. For a while, we seemed to only yeah. do transfer dealings with Wickham Wanderers, strangely. Because they're enough. cheap. If you can get players for 30000 then that's probably what was behind it. Dan Harding, I can't... The man that I re- forgot a man. The man that I remembered was a left-back that I kept called something else, <laughs> everything other than Dan Harding. <laughs> I think I called him Hardy or Hard- in a previous previous episode. Uh, this is the guy. This is the man from oh, Forest on loan. Um, we, he was we, as well. We've heard him once. We're going to hear him again. Stefan Meyerhofer from Sports Club Vienna Neustadt. He came back. We couldn't get enough Stefan Meyerhofer. Um, he's playing in Germany. I think he's come back twice. I think he was trying to um, imitate their sort of world takeover domination idea of taking over twice. If we we haven't had know. the mayor off a financial attempt of running the EU yet. Um, no, I mean, it's some of these players. I mean, it's Sean Cummings, he, he came good. I, I, for a long while, Sean Cummings um, signed in, in, in 2015, but for a long time, Harry, he was probably your Commonwealth Garden, just another squad member, but he's, he will be forever remembered for, for the goal against Leicester City. I mean, yeah, what he, the can't, fuck he was doing there, though, but I mean, you're right, Max played on the six yard line. <laughs> If you're going to live for a moment, live for that moment because yeah. um, you know that was that was one of those days, iconic days. Um, I like Diego Fabrini, but many many people have told me many many times he never did anything other than look flash on the ball. I'm a, I'm a bit of a, a sucker for that. He would be a very rowit signing. If you, if Do you, you think so? Would, would yeah. Gary go for him? Yeah, I think the Fabrini would suit this this guy's bill all actually. They're trying to keep the ball rather than the lumpy. You can't sign at the same time, Mayerhofer, right? And then have Diego Fabrini playing in behind Mayerhofer. What's going to happen there? Is... Well, Mayerhofer's in for his clinical finishing, Harry, isn't he? Oh, That's right, yeah, clinical. <laughs> clinical, like, like a young Pele. One, one chance, one goal. Oh, yeah. absolutely. The goal scorer. The goal scorer. <laughs> and yeah. chance, and goal. Um, Josh Huivelt, we've, um, I mentioned him the other day in the Dutch, a little, little yep. thing on Dutch signings. I, I like Josh, but he was a little bit, I think it was a bit of a class above what we were able to afford at that time. Um, Michael Tong on loan from Leeds United. And then Jordan Archer. um, Was on a loan. On a loan. I mean, Jordan at this time was very much... um, Well, he broke into the team, Harry. I mean, I, I think there's a tendency to judge Jordan on his late stage breakdown period but there was a long while whilst he was, was seen a, as very there was, a long, there was a long road to that breakdown I think yeah and he was seen as a very I mean some of the saves he made and you know they again league one I know but he was seen as a very promising keeper at that point well I think. At, at that point I think when we got him on loan he'd basically been slung out by Northampton for being error prone um yeah and he didn't make too many appearances in that championship season when we got relegated I think we signed him uh, oh, he came in, in League One. League One. 
Oh, we in, uh, we didn't go League One with. No, no, no. That's when when, when Archer broke into the team in League One. Oh yeah, yeah. So no, so, so I think he sort of signed for maybe maybe Holloway knew we'd be in League One. Maybe he was signing a League One goalkeeper for a uh, League yeah. One children, you know. But just to move along, just to close the Holloway book, because I know that the, the, the listeners out there will be wanting the Holloway book rammed shut and locked and never reopened. But Gary Taylor, Gary Taylor Fletcher um, closes the book, 20th of February 2015. Taylor Fletcher, um, one of the poorest strikers, I think, seen is out of condition and six appearances for a substitute. Zero goals, zero goals. Um, I think he'd, uh, Holloway had, had him at um, Blackpool. Blackpool yeah. All in all, as, as well, the, the, the worrying thing for the Holloway thing is the three point four, uh, three hundred and fifty grand in the first season, and the three hundred and eighty grand in the second season. So that's yep. what you know, three quarters of a mil. And then you're you're looking at the payoff that we gave Holloway. Holloway probably cost us like two million, over two million. Easily, easily. And and for Millwall, that's massive. That's more than our record transfer fee, you know, um, Ryan Lennon. Yeah. If I was counsel for the defence, trying to defend him in court, I would point at Lee Gregory, Byron Webster, Tom King, probably about it, Sean Cummings, possibly. You're you're Um, struggling here, and I... I am, I know. As the... the the, um, as a As... member for the Crown of Millwall <laughs> Prosecution Services, I point to hiding in the dugout at the Norwich game. <laughs> and Lee Gregory was probably signed by Neil Harris, your under-23 manager at the time. So, um, yeah, let's... let's. It's let's like the American judges on, on the telly. They say, I'm going to give you a little bit more latitude, Mr. Hart. It's better be going somewhere. And um, I don't think it is. So we're going to move along, Harry, to a better period in Mill history. Neil Harris arrived at the very end of the 2014-15 season, not in time to save us, unfortunately, but the quality of the signing starts to look and sound and feel better, if only just because of the reduction in names. I mean, that, that, that we spent some time wading through Ian Holloway signings. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
Run you past some names now. I mean, this is in Neil's first um, 2015 um, to 16 season now. Uh, Marlon Romeo signed from Gillingham on a free. That's got to be good business, mate. I think that's yeah. got to be a signing. Um, we've debated Jordan Archer already, but he signed on a free transfer in 2015. I suppose he got us out of the division, so you can't say it was too I, c- I can't knock that as a signing uh, yeah, for a free, free transfer. I mean, it went wrong, and that's what you can't predict. Um, but Marlon Jordan, Joe Martin was, a, was he a fullback? Yeah, he was a left back. He played, he scored the free kick in the year that we didn't go up at Wembley against Barnsley. He scored the free kick against Bradford. Yeah, up there. Bradford. Yeah, that was an immense game. I went up there for that one. Um, Twelve o'clock kickoff. And place was yeah, packed with Mill. Tony Craig, you'll he never go wrong. Tony Craig back. I you'll mean, never go wrong at Mill by signing by not signing Tony Craig. Um, unattached previously with Brentford, so I didn't let go from Brentford. Steve Morrison, this would be what I call the imperial phase of Steve Morrison, really, <laughs> 20, 2015 onwards. The miserable um, bastards. Would yeah, this is the Steve Morrison that we grew to on. love to hate and love to, you know, hate to love and all this kind of thing, you know. Um, and it began really in 2015. Um, Christian Mabulu, but he was in, was, was he the boy who, who passed away, Christian he Mabulu? He was the boy who passed away recently. Yeah. Right, free transfer from Brentwood Town. I, I never really saw him. Everyone speaks or spoke very well of him. I, I know I picked that up when, when he sadly passed away. Um, and you just got a sense of a really decent bloke. So, but I, I don't think we ever, I don't think he ever started for the I Lions. I think he was I don't probably one of those signings that were looked for long term. If you, if you look at these signings, they're all, they're either other than very experienced players, they're all very young players with yeah. to prove rather than yeah. the opposite way, which seems to be the Holloway way of sign names rather than people who are hungry. Holloway yeah. would sign people who are looking for the they're hungry because they're fucking fat and overweight and looking for a last paycheck rather than actually having anything left to give in the game, <laughs> you know what I mean? A signing there. Shane Ferguson signed uh, initially on loan then. An undisclosed fee thought to be between fifty and one hundred thousand. Twenty sixteen, um, twenty fifteen and twenty sixteen on a, on a full deal. Um, underrated player Shane Ferguson. He yeah, seems to be, you, um, you know, still around there, wasn't he? Still, he's still there, still doing I, it. I don't think you can knock most of these signings on this page. I mean, I, I've not really come across one where I, I would say that's a shocker. Um, George Savile. I mean, initially on loan, he would sign for us um, permanently. I think that'll be next season that he comes back. But, um, you know, again, there's a name that would come good for Millwall at some point. Jed Wallace, the same, um, in twenty January 2016, Harry. Um, and Chris Taylor uh, in March 2016. None of those are... None of those calls the instant mirth and the humour that those ones that we just read out through Holloway yeah. do, with one or two exceptions. Um, and that, I think that's 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 probably the biggest single thing that Neil Harris brought to the club was that sense that you know okay you're going to get some you're going to get a Joe Martin and we all know that he's not going to be you know he's not going to be pressing for international honours but yep. he's going to give you hundred percent and I think that's one of the first things I remember being really reassured with Neil Harris was that he's he said that um, I can't remember how he put it but he said you'd be proud of this Mill team that are going to give you a Millwall performance and I think those yeah. players reflect that. Do you I agree? Think also, yeah, I agree. I think also in this 15 to 16 season, 
doesn't really those those players in doesn't really show you the amount of players that we would have had to have got out from the Holloway era. No, we're not looking at players out. We're not looking at players out. That's what I mean. So you you compare them to I mean the 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 list above that in the sixteen seventeen season again gets smaller. So it kind of kind of shows you that if you're not needing to buy these players to come in, either there's no money or the team's doing well. You notice how when the teams do well, you, you have to make less. Sort of less, um, less deals. So we move along now into 2016 17. Some of these are good, some less so, I think. So this is the promotion. This is the promotion 2016 17 promotion year. Um, the previous season, incidentally, the, the, the sum total paid by Neil for those names um, Marlon, Jordan, Tony, Craig, Steve Morrison, Ferguson, Wallace, and Savile, so all loans and whatever, jiggery pokery deals, but zero. I think that's good business. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd say similarly for 2016-17, we paid 75000 out in total for the season. Um, David Worrell, previously with Southend, he was not one to remember. Um, no, that's a, a limit, one. limited player. So there's, there's, there's one dud there. Sean Hutchinson on a freebie is a great deal, Harry. Um, previously with Fulham. Um, you know, I don't know what his value would be in the, in the current market. I know he's got his some parts of his game are less sophisticated than what we might think we might want, mm-hmm. but that's fantastic business. Greg Wild, less Another so. Dad. A dud, yeah. I think I, I, I saw him play as a League Cup game and he looked all right, but he didn't, I don't think he got along with Harris for some reason. Um, and he went soon after arrival. Um, so two duds, Warrell and Wild. Rooney, I don't remember him. Paul Rooney, um, previously with Bohemians in Ireland. Um don't remember him. Harry Smith was the boy who had a bit of an issue and left us, went to Dover, somewhere like that, I think. Yep. Um, big strike, but never took off. I think, Callum, he, got, I think he got a few goals. Um, we had sort of a mini... He showed promise. Crisis. I think, yeah. I, if I remember rightly, um, it was around sort of the, the cut run that season. We, um, I think Morrison was injured. I think Gregory was either suspended or injured. And I think he played in the cup, and I think he got like a two or three, yeah. or he laid a couple on. Um, so I think he did have promise. So just obviously, as you mentioned, he had his sort of yeah, issues. Demons yeah, 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 yeah. To sort out. So yeah, I don't think you can. I think that may have been more of a. We signed Harry Smith as a precursor to eventually getting Matt Smith, if that makes sense. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I I know what you mean. Um, I. I... <laughs> He didn't. He didn't make it. Let's, we, we're trying to pick out duds here, and I said, so far we've only had Hutchinson was a success. So I suppose we've got to put him into that category. Yeah. It's a bit a little I think harsh. That, that comes with a with an asterisk on the top of. You know, I think so. Judge um, um, what happened with him personally. Um, Callum Butcher was not a bad player. <laughs> Would you say so? I, I, it was average. Well, I think. he I, went from us to Billericay Town, so I, I'd say <laughs> fucking a dud. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I don't think he was good. I really didn't like him. I really didn't understand why we signed him at the time. I, I think, if I remember rightly, I was comparing from Burton. Yeah, I was comparing him at the time to uh, Savile previously, and comparing the quality. And I was to be proved right the following summer. So, um, yeah. <laughs> well, Savile Savile went to Borough for eight million, and Callum went to Billericay Town. So I suppose you've got to draw your conclusions. And I don't remember being that bad. But listeners, tell us what you thought of Callum Butcher, perhaps. Um, Jed Wallace came to us in January 2017 on another loan, six-month loan with a view to a, a permanent. That's been a fantastic... I mean, if we just take Jed, 
yeah. as as a signing. That's got to be up to the very best signings really in 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 a long time. I, I'm trying to think of. I think in be- the modern better time, signings. That's probably a very very good deal in the modern. The modern, in the modern era. I mean, otherwise you're stretching way back into the past. Well, I suppose but... Savile, Savile and Wallace both from, <clears throat> both from Wolves were probably collectively under a million pound was, you know, and what we sold well, Savile for. Savile, Wallace, Harry, I'd say Cooper and Hutchinson. Yeah, you know, and all there's... four of them are all four of them are Harry's signings in the base of the side, yeah. really. Um, so you can't take anything away from it. And, 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 and the Imperial face, Steve Morrison, because he got the goals that would get us yeah. back into the level that we're at now. So I think those are those are wonderful, wonderful signings. Um, uh, 75,000 spent 2016-17. We would up the ante, listeners, because we've been promoted in 2017-18, still under Neil Harris. Um, our total outlay will be 1.5 million, which is, puts us puts us in perspective, Harry. You know, that was our total outlay. We have a, a good few signings here. We'll come yeah. go through them. But put that in the championship division when other teams are signing individuals for eight, 10 million. Um, Asun Belonga was, was famously 15 million for, for Middlesbrough. Yeah. Um, puts, puts it in some form of perspective um, as to where we, where we sit in that league table. And this was the season that we'd go close. Uh, we would go league. close. Yeah, we, we, we got it close. Um, and some de- again, we've got to pick out the the, uh, the, dud, the hits and the duds here, listeners. So tell us what you think. I don't think James Meredith was a dud. Um, that first his, season, he was brilliant. That first season, he went off the rails. I think let's let's say that. Shall we say that, Harry? Redact- Is that a good point? Redacted, redacted, redacted. Live or not. Redact- I'm not going to say how he went off the rail. I think I think he, he, he went back. He went, the him and Ben went Marshall back. have a lot of things in common. Let's put it that way. <laughs> The railway went all the way to Australia for him. Um, signed as a free agent, and as we always say, he practically signed him on the pitch at Wembley after that one nil famous one nil win in the playoff final. I'm going to put him down as a positive because we had a good season out of James yeah. Meredith, and he didn't um, cost anything. He didn't cost us anything. No, Tom Elliott, um, dud, 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 big dud. Should have signed the big other one. Dad, big dad. But I can, I, I just, I, I'm a sucker. I know I am listening. So I can never forget that goal he got up at Leeds, Harry. Yeah. You know, you can, I can forgive a bloke a lot of things if he's going to well, give me a goal at Leeds. he was free, so was it, was it worth all it's a, dad, he's a, it's a dad, he's a dad. He, he dad. wasn't Asterix what, goal at Leeds. Asterix goal at Leeds, much is forgiven for that. <laughs> uh, Jed signed for 350,000, rising to half a million. In June 2017, fantastic business, listeners. I'm not having it any other way. Um, more fantastic business here. George Savile signed from Wolves for an undisclosed fee, thought to be 450, rising to 750, and we sold him for eight million apparently. So, and we got a really, really good season out of George Savile here, Harry, didn't we? This was we a did. great season. Best midfielder I've seen since Tim Cave. So there we go. One of the better seasons to be a Millwall fan in, in you know, since promotion, I'd, I'd say, because this was a great season, as it, and it went so close in the end. And the run, um, the run was, I mean, the run, the run, we had half a season of being good. The rest of it was very up Yeah, it was so, 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 but there we are. Conor McLaughlin, um, uh, average. He was, well, he was, he was okay. I think he was signed more as cover for Marlon. And they yeah, of, he, he didn't let us down. He wasn't no. an embarrassment. It was no embarrassment. It was limited. And again, you know, I'm, I don't like putting people in dud categories unless they're real shockers. And he wasn't a shocker. 
Um, so we're going to put him in the average cat. A little special basket for average. We'll put him in there, I think. Um, a re-signing. It's not really a transfer in, but he was a free agent as Najim Abdu. Um, one of the great players of Millwall, I'd say, Harry. Jimmy Abdu. Yeah, you can't knock Jimmy. I think we miss a G- we miss a Jimmy in this side. If I'm being honest, to run around and mop, do everyone's running and mop everything up and play a five yard side foot pass. But um, yeah, I think I think you can't underestimate um, what it's not necessarily what a player brings. It's very easy from the outside as fans to think, but there must be things that go on. It's all about having the right characters in a dressing room. And I'm presuming Jimmy was a brilliant character to have around. Um, you can only judge it. I mean, I used to sit in that bird shit seat up in the top left-hand side of the West Upper. And sometimes you think, oh, for crying out loud, Jimmy, you just missed the bloke's beat you for pace or he's got past you there. And within a second, he's back in front of the bloke again. He just would not stop running. And pest. it was a pest. He got the ball. He, he broke, he made it awkward. He broke play I'm, up. Yeah, I'd love to have Jimmy's stats of what he ran a game on average for a season. You know, he's probably running... 15, 16k a game, which is probably five or six k more than than the average football player maybe does nine or ten, and he, he's probably doing double that mainly because he's misplaced passes all that time. But that's not. Well, don't, <laughs> but don't you think that's the most Millwall? I mean, twice player of the season, twice player yeah. of the season. Yeah. The most Millwall, the bloke who couldn't pass, um, was full of running, was Mister Awkward, and never ever gave up. If that don't sum up our football club, Harry, yeah. I don't know what don't yeah, know what does. A lot of, the problem is, there's a lot of people will be listening and shouting, going, that's not the Millwall type of player we should be signing. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, ones that that's... aren't like that, but tend to cost money. And I think you're reading in this list that we, don't spend, a year. we don't spend money. No, we don't. We don't. Um, Jake Cooper, we've mentioned already. So this was a full deal. So again, great business. <clears throat> One of your favourite players now, Harry Ryan Sunnycliffe. God. <laughs> dad. <laughs> Big dad. Big, big dad. Less oh, of a dad, dad. More of a dad than Tom Elliott. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> more of a dad than Tom Elliott. Poor, yeah, okay. Um, Christian Bramora. I don't remember him. Um, he was an Australian. I think we played him once, if that. Don't remember seeing him. Um, I remember the name vague, but I don't remember seeing him. Um, David Martin would come back to haunt us against mm-hmm. Brighton, wouldn't he? Goalkeeper. Um, so, dad. Fuck him. Um, West End. Jay- Jason Shackle, dad. The pre- precursor to Alex Pierce. Yeah, half yeah, season loan from Derby. Without the uh, without the Viking hand clap that seemingly allows you to become. Well, that really that really excites me. That that Viking hand clap really does yeah, it for yeah. me before the game. Doesn't doesn't do it doesn't do it when Bournemouth play a ball in behind you and you get caught flat footed. You fucking cunt. But there we go. Harry Toffolo, he's come good. He was playing for Huddersfield the other day. I saw. He actually. He's made a career, and I thought when we let him go, I thought, "Oh, that's going to be non-league for him," you know. And I think he was prepared to drop. He went somewhere. Um, I think he went with the Cowleys. He went. He did drop. He, he went, got to Lincoln. He, he went to Lincoln with the Cowleys, and then the Cowleys moved him from Lincoln to Huddersfield. Right. So they obviously thought he had. He was championship level. Um, the Cowleys are quite interesting. Um, yeah, I know we're talking about Millwall, but no, no, go. This is a conversation. I think, I think the Cowleys. I think the Cowleys could be. Um, if this ends up not working with Rowett, I think the Cowleys are the type of managers we should go for. They're used to working on no money um, and turning water into wine, as, uh, as, as 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 a man once did, apparently. Uh, yeah, on a on a hill outside Jerusalem. Um, but, <laughs> but there we go. You know that that's what you're basically. Let's be honest, listeners. You know this 
this season isn't very good. And looking at this only reminds me again of whatever Millwall manager you get, you do need someone who has the ability to turn water into wine because you're never going to outspend anyone. You either have to out-coach the opposition or you have to buy... Out-fight them, yeah. Yeah. Achtung, Millwall. So anyway, I th- I, I, in Millwall terms, he wasn't a success. I'm not going to say. I duck, think he was coming that's... back from. I think he was coming back from a broken leg as well. So we'd sort of taken a punt on him. I think. Uh, yeah, but you've got to do gone. that. Um, you know, because it's easy when you run through a lot of these names. I'm going to exclude Holloway because that was just like random signings. They seem to be all but his you... mates, basically. Yeah, but you do if you're going to if you're going to develop talent, you're going to have to expect to sign a dud. You know, that that's that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. You can't always yeah. hit hit pay dirt. Um, then just to finish off this 2017-18 season, Tim Cahill, which was a wonderful evening. Um, probably not very effective as a footballer at this I, point. I don't think he was ever signed with the idea that he would be signed during the middle of a run that near enough took you to the playoffs. Um, no. I think he was signed in a, oh, well, that's, you know, whatever he costs in wages, we'll probably in one night we'd, we'd sell the seats or whatever. It was showtime, yeah. It was showtime yeah. rather than serious football. Um, and then Ben Marshall, the first incarnation of Ben Marshall was a revelation. The good one. Now. Yeah, this the one the where one... he was, the one speaking from his, I mean, if anyone hasn't listened to it. Have I, you watched it? I haven't seen that. Is it good? I have you? seen the Under the Cosh podcast. Um, okay. They, they, they were one of the ones that beat us, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen. They won a gold award, but they are um, three professional, North, well, two professional uh, Northern football players, um, John yeah, yeah. Parkin and Chris Brown. Um they went and met Ben Marshall in a pub, funny enough, and Ben Marshall pretty much said... Fired him with alcohol. <laughs> yeah, basically said that he don't give a fuck about football anymore. Um, he enjoyed Millwall because it was good, because he could go out on the drink and whatever and have a life in London. Yeah. Yeah. He went for the money at Norwich, and basically it was the worst decision he ever he ever made. And um, he, he asked Norwich for ridiculous money, and Norwich were willing to pay for it. So I think he, he half didn't want to go to Norwich when he went to Norwich instead of signing for us that season and sent his life on to this. He now plays for a pub side. He literally plays for a pub side. So, you know, they're, um, that's that and he's it's... not missing it. So, you know, he's, he's, he's had a big career. He's, he, you know, in terms of Blackburn and, and other players, yeah, yeah. quite honest about it. So it's definitely worth a lockdown, a lockdown listen. It will be on their feed on YouTube. You can watch the interview or you can download it on a podcast perhaps from the podcast app that you've currently listened to the Millwall one on. Um, <laughs> that's on Millwall, but there we go. Um, I feel quite so, sorry for Ben Marshall in a way. I was going to say, I mean, that, that it's, how do I feel about that? I mean, just, I'm, obviously I've not heard the interview and I'm just kind of going by what the, 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 the portrayal that you've given there because he was immensely talented. He is a talented boy. Equally, if you don't enjoy football, um, I'm, I'm taking that to mean the kind of discipline side of it, because professional football is not like kicking a ball about with your mates, is it? It's 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 a job and a profession, and you've got to be you've got to buckle down when maybe you fancy going out for for a night out or whatever. Um, and if you don't enjoy it, you don't enjoy it. So. But to, to, to waste talent like that just seems, I don't know. Well, um, he's always, he's always, his excuse shame. is that he's always done it. He's always been able to go out and have a drink and still play. And mm. he tried to not go out for a drink and he played worse. Right. So it's that, um, it's know, that George Popeye, Best syndrome, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Popeye know? on spinach, you know, um, kind yeah. of thing. You know, um, I don't know. It, look, at the end of the day, 
can we knock him for the first six months? No, we can't. No, you no, can't. Cause... And he, he provided, he makes Jed a better player, much like Conor Mahoney, if he can ever get fit. So there we are, Ben Marshall, that closes 2017 to 18. So we are getting reasonably close to, to where we are now. 2018 to 19, still under Neil Harris. Um, paid with, by now, our, our, our bills are going up 3.4 to 3.5 million pounds where we've been previously looking at zeros and, and, and 30 grand and so on. But anyway, uh, Murray Wallace signed from, from Scunthorpe, thought to be 500 to 600,000. I think that's value, Harry. That is value in the modern day, I think. That's value. Um, He's still do, minus in his transfers. You've got to remember, you've had set oh, yeah. aside 8 million are, in terms of yeah. Saville, Good which point. has pretty much paid for this entire season's worth of signings. Yeah, I mean, just to, as a caveat, that's, that's a good point. I mean, we're only looking at transfers in this. We might do transfers out another time, but we'll see how bored Harry gets on another day. Um, ben Amos, season-long loan. I don't really remember anything spectacular about Ben Amos, so don't know. Average, very average, Harry. Did you agree? Yeah, a shit goalkeeper. Can't remember Rob Harvey, Brightling Sea Regent. Never heard of him. No idea. Is a is a name? Jerry Scalak. Have you ever seen him play, Harry? Uh, really I think good. I've seen. I thought I've seen him <laughs> once. I think I've seen him once. I mean, this, this was one that I did a show in the summertime in the lockdown about that about the poorest signings, and Jerry Scalak. I still think is Mill's poorest ever signing. Six hundred fifty thousand pound for a player who's been an international for the Czech Republic, and had aspirations at one point, playing the Premier League, Harry, aspirations to play in the Euro Championships. I just can't believe how he's not even getting close to, you know, what's what's happened? What what, what was that all about? I, I don't get Jiri Skalak in many respects. I'd, I'd probably guess that Yuri Skalak has got, you know, problems that Yuri Skalak has problems with. I don't think, whatever, you know, we've, we've already talked about Ben Marshall and, and Harry Smith. Um there's got to be something that was going on that we're never going to know about. Um, no, 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 no. And, that, no. and that, is, that is unfortunate, especially when it just so happens it's not 65 grand. We've stuck another zero on there, you know. I mean, it's um, yeah, yeah. it's worrying. Yeah, 60 grand from South End would be great. 650 from Brighton, you'd say, hurts, you know. Yeah. Um, Jem Karakan, this was um, very late in his career. Um, I, I think he might have made a couple of appearances. I don't remember too much. Jim Carrickham. This cover, really. Yeah, uh, midfield cover. Tom Bradshaw, Harry, um, signed for a million from Barnsley, um, twenty eighteen, loan to permanent. Um, I can't say it's been a successful move. I, I, I thought when I first saw Bradshaw, he had a Neil Harris quality to him um, in terms of finishing. But I, you know, you, you can't. You, I know he's got goals of sorts, but he's never been... I wouldn't put him in the successful category. How would you see Tom Bradshaw? Um, I think Bradshaw's the best of a bad bunch of strikers at the moment in terms of finishing. I think he's quite naive at movement and he needs one or two touches more than you get time for in the championship. Do I think if we went to League One in a sort of Lee Gregory one season to rebuild your confidence, a striker with confidence type mode, do I think he'd be good? Probably, but do I want to see us get relegated so Tom Bradshaw can have a can have a career? I'm not too interested in. But no. I mean, I think I think the problem is is, and my dad has this problem, so I'm not accusing you of this, Nick. But I'm go- I'm going to say this: Good. my dad thinks a million pound is a lot of money, and it is a lot. Of money. 
But it's not really a lot of money in 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 modern football parlance. Not in a modern game, no. No, but it's I'm, not. That that is a modern two hundred and fifty grand, if you know. But I most mean. of my and your old man's life, Paul Goddard at nine hundred thousand pound was our record signing. So yes, it, absolutely. It, well, it, most like, of my life it wasn't. <laughs> these punts come along until Bradshaw. Bradshaw must have been the first million pound Millwall player. Only uh, be, only yeah, be. I'd have to check that. But yeah, he'd be, be one of the first. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah, so they're only to be slapped by Ryan Leonard next, you know. Um, like his, numbers, his numbers speak volumes. 41 starts, 35 as substitute. I mean, that when you're, nearly as, as you're coming off the bench nearly as often as you're starting, you know that you're not really yeah. um, firing. You're not a first choice. So, uh, 13 goals in the uh, couple of years that he's been here since 2018. Um, I don't think he's on fire. I'm going to harsh to put him in the dud category, Harry. Um, I think he's dud. Dud with, a, with an asterisk of remains to be seen. Yeah. Um, jury, jury's jury's going to be out when he leaves us at the end of the season, yeah. whenever, whenever his contract's up. I think they just signed, didn't they just give him an extension? Fucking hell, did they? I think they gave him an extension. <laughs> I'm to, I might be wrong. I know they gave like two free players and we all started laughing. Oh, I, yeah. I, I thought someone was, I it was fucking about when they said that. But anyway, he could be right. He could be right. Um, Ryan Leonard for 1.2 million. He, he was our record signing. He, yeah. Well, I don't know if he remains so now, but I just um, think I, so. I think he's come really, really good, Harry. Um, and I'm, I'm loving Ryan Leonard in our team now because he's he's adaptable. Um, he is what he is, and he's got a midfield engine which we've you know we've sadly lacked on a lot of occasions. Mm-hmm. But when I first saw him, I thought so so. I didn't. I thought we'd, we'd blown 1.2 down down the River Thames almost. You know. <laughs> Down the River Thames to South End, yeah. South End, yeah. I mean, I know he come from Sheffield United, and um, he, I mean, his his whole career have been at South End, and I've got a couple of mates who are South End season ticket holders for their poor sins, especially at the moment. And um, it's cruel and unusual punishment, that isn't it? Cruel and unusual punishment. Um, but they uh, they both couldn't believe when when he first come that you know they were seeing vitriol online for Ryan Leonard, Ryan Leonard. being this and that, and yeah. they just said that you know he's. He's one of those players that is tenacious and a workhorse, and all those all those qualities you now see every week um, yeah. are are coming to the forefront. And he did play in a back three for them at times as well. So I don't right. think this sudden Gary Rowett light bulb moment of playing Leonard as a as a right centre back has come to him over uh, overnight. I do think that is a something no. locker, but I but I, not- I think Leonard. 1.2 million. Do I think Leonard's expensive? Probably not. Do I think that's probably about right for what he brings the side? Yeah, it probably is. So, you know, I don't think, I think he is a plus. I don't think he's a negative. No, I think he's starting to bring value now. I, I, I might have doubted that for a long time on the basis, like your, your dad, that 1.2 means a lot of money. But um, there we are. Um, Alex Pierce, uh, Derby, yeah. signed January 19. I don't know. I don't like Pierce. I don't know why. I, I, I sometimes I, I have a tendency to take irrational dislikes, and I don't know what it's based on. It's not an irrational read... dislike, though, mate. It's not an irrational dislike. Your dislike what? of him is that you he. I mean, I I really wish I had done a bit more research for this, but I generally believe that I can't tell you the last time Pierce was on the pitch for a Millwall win. I cannot. I know Millwall wins this season have been a particular rarity, but even last season. I can't tell you when Pierce played that we won. Um, I think no. he makes the defence worse. 
He looks slow and ponderous. And the fact that we've looked improved with Ryan Leonard filling in that role, because that's what he's doing, speaks volumes to me. Um, I don't know. I can't... Do you I, want I think the job of professional fucking run through the... I mean, Carl Bates. I, I do like Carlos Bates. Um, no, I like Carl, yeah. But, but I will say that Carl Bates has taken a liking to his running through the opponent, when, especially when we go away, running through the... Yeah, there. it don't fuss me a bit. He doesn't, really, doesn't really do it for me, Carl. I'll be totally honest. I'd rather him make a a last-ditch clearance or, or something like that. That would that would give me a lot more confidence in in Alex Pierce's ability to lead the Mill side as captain um, rather yeah. than a Viking fucking hand clap um, to an empty. No, it don't do much for me. Um, no, um, that's that's my one caveat with that. I needed to get that off my chest. I felt like that's a cathartic action this, that I've just done. This 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 whole show, listeners, is a kind of a form of therapy for Harry's afternoon. Um, Ben Marshall, this was in the in the kind of the haze, the haze. I think we signed him haze. on what he was rather than what he'd become in the in the summer. <laughs> you know, he'd gone away and everyone else goes, Well, oh, I've been on the piss for three or four weeks as a football player. I, best I think go out and do something. I don't think Ben Marshall ever got off the piss. I think Ben was the space cowboy sailing around you know, yeah. with Sun Sun Ra and his orchestra. Um, by that stage, Harry Ransom. We're now into 2019 to 20. This is still Neil Harris. This this will be the end of Neil Harris's reign or as the Neil start manager. Of the end, start, beginning of the end. Um, so we have Harry Ransom from Eastbourne Borough. Um, don't think we ever saw him play. Alex Pierce signed on a perma. Um, I covered him. Might cover, cover yeah. him again. Frank Fielding's great contribution was to get injured, as I think I've said a few times now. After so thirty odd minutes on the first day, which was a <laughs> which was a great contribution because it allowed the awkward <laughs> the way for John Bart because it was an awkward. Uh, that, do you remember that fucking? We basically wanted Bart, and we yeah. were getting nearer and nearer the start of the season, and we seemed to not have a a, a first choice championship goalkeeper. Well, there was a load of fuss about Bart's. Me, Harry, wasn't there? John was like an injured player, wasn't there? The yeah, because he basically he's got no cart. I think he's got no cartilage in his right or left knee. I can't remember which one it is, but basically, yeah. Ipswich had decided to hold out for money and seemingly forgot that everyone has electronic records now. I don't know if they've reached <laughs> Suffolk. I can say, with my knowledge of Suffolk, that they probably haven't. Um, you know, people still deal with. You know, if you try and pay for something with card in there, they look at you like you're a, sort of a wizard of some description or something. Um, <laughs> flown in from Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we we ended up signing Frank Fielding, who'd done the, the honourable thing of, of fucking it, it his a, arm up or it, something. It, it, it took it for the team, got out of the, got out of the field. And I got, mean, got Bart, Bart I, would, I know we're not counting Bart in this because they've split Bart into being a Rowett signing, but he wasn't yeah. a Rowett signing. He was a Harris signing. Um but they, oh, because it was too late, they had to sign him on loan to a permanent, didn't they? It was always yeah. it was done, but they had to. Um, they had to I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not. We're just looking at the, the 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 kind of the quality of signings. I mean, it doesn't necessarily follow which manager did, but you're right. Harris was um, interested and actually obtained that. In the end, we got the signature, and thank Christ that we did, because I I did a thing for the Norwich uh, one of the Norwich websites where they said, "What do you think about Bielkowski? And in my opinion, and I'm going back a long, long way, I'd put him up with a very great goalkeeper. I know he's not, we've not achieved anything un, under his stewardship. That's perhaps the only thing that might hold him back behind, say, a Tony Warner or a, a, a Brian King, potentially, or a Casey Keller. But I, from what I've seen, the quality of his goalkeeping, Harry, is top class. I can't really think of a better goalkeeper that I've seen in a Mill shirt, really. 
uh, that's going back a long time, as I say. No, I'd agree. I, I, I think he's probably the best goalkeeper that I've seen up there with Tony Warner as a long-term Millwall goalkeeper. Yeah. Tony obviously had a very, very successful Mill. Pardon me, sorry, uh, a Millwall career, um, and left the Disney, <laughs> the dazzling lights, and never really attained them. Um, no, I think Bart sort of the other way has had a a very quiet career, living in a very quiet sort of Suffolk. Um, yeah, home, and really probably should never have been there for the time that he is. You know, it would have been. It's a bit of a shame that I don't think he's ever going to get in the Premier League because I think like he's a character as well. He, he he seems to love the fact that he's in a tight little enclosed ground with people hurling abuse at everyone else, and he's sort of. I think it's the po- the the, po- the Polish in him's coming out. I think they love they love football like that, don't they? So, um, yeah, great goalkeeper. Um, take my hat off to the that, that as a sign. That's one of the one of the best signings in a long, long time for me. I, I put him in the same category as the as the Jeds and the and the um, the, the George Stavels and, and so on in terms of quality of signing. Yeah, okay. um, on that on that alone. Um, just to move along, Conor Mahoney. We've really not seen the best. He's, he's just hobbled off in an under twenty three game at half time today. Um, so we don't know if he's going to come back or not. Um, a strange, enigmatic figure, Conor Mahoney. Harry um, can't say he's a success. He just haven't seen anything enough of him to say that. You know, he's clearly got talent, but it just if you don't show it, it's not much use to you, is it? No, it's not, and I don't think. Not being able to get fit is never a great, never a great show. No, Matt Smith, July twenty nineteen, signed for an undisclosed fee, thought to be four hundred thousand pounds. I think that's value. I'd say it's more than value, given the amount of gold. I'm going to get Matt Smith's figures up. I know we we, we constantly refer Gary to. Gary Rowett him. doesn't think that's value, though. Gary Rowett thinks that that's fucking uh, that's unpickable. Well, I like Smith at the beginning. I used to think he was shit and. He is, uh, I think he is what I worry, he is. Yeah, he, I think I worry too much about what he can't do for you rather than what he can. And um, that sounded almost presidential there, didn't it? What you can do. That's right. You know, Joe Biden street uh, speech writer. Yeah. 30, 30 starts since he signed Harry. Um, 30 starts, 37 as a substitute. And he scored 17 goals. Um, but hey, that's probably a goal, what, every five well, games? Top scorer last games? season. Scored 13 goals last season, who's top scorer, and he's just tucked in behind Jed, who obviously is getting the starts and, and a different kind of player, so not really a comparison. But I'd say for a striker that's come off the bench 37 times out of in, in the 67 games he's appeared in the Mill shirt, <clears throat> that's an immense performance. I don't know what more he could do. Than no, I, the, I don't. You know, what was it? Doesn't sound I'm trying to look for the tiny little print where it says undisclosed sign, it doesn't, doesn't say tiny little print. Um, subject to an appearance um, levy that Gary Rowett doesn't like him and he doesn't want to play him. Can't see it. Gary Rowett in compromising position. <laughs> <laughs> Even in this COVID time. Oh dear, John Daddy Badvarson, dud. Yeah, dud. 750 grand. 50 grand. That says, I mean, I, I don't think he's, he's, he's average, just put it that way, but for £750,000, like uh, Jerry Skellack. That makes him a dud, in my opinion. So between I, them two, that's £1.3 million. Do you reckon we can get yeah. one of players that apparently is in League One that we were looking at, that we're not really looking at? I don't, I don't understand where people get this information that we're looking at players. Millwall don't look at players. People give Millwall players to look at and Millwall decide whether or not they'll bid for them. 
I think that's how our recruitment goes. I think it comes from the, the fevered imagination of teenage boys in their bedrooms making uh, fan account websites. That's, that's, a, that's, that a good, that's a good racket, making a YouTube channel and charging people to watch it. I've, I've heard you can get a lot of money out of that. <laughs> I'm never going down that road. I ain't never doing it, listeners. Don't ask me to do that. I'm not doing it. Jason Malumbi. Jason Malumbi. This was in 2019. The man, uh, the man that will never die. <laughs> It's got to be a. Well, it's not a dud. Is it? It was the architect of um, what nearly became a run towards the playoffs. So it's got to be a success, even though he never came back to us after the uh, you know close of the season. Um, Harvey Bradbury, don't know him. Never saw him. Don't know him. Jason McCarthy from Wickham Wanderers. This was part of the love affair with Wickham Wanderers that you mentioned earlier on, Harry. Um, was that part of Fred going the other way as well, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he, McCarthy. He went back quite. He went up the N40 soon enough. He was not a not just wasn't a success. Um, then a player with Dunbar, Daniel Moss. I don't know Daniel Moss. No idea. And Luke Steele was like a cover goalkeeper. I don't think he he, he can hold his head up. I don't think he he was just there as as cover. And I think that's funny that's... enough. There's there's an under the cosh with Luke Steele as well. Millwall mentioned for about twenty seconds. Um, yeah. In that that he just said, you know, um, I was there as cover and I accepted that and he enjoyed his time there. He thought that Gary Rowett was a good coach. That was all he had to really say about it. Fair enough. 2019, oh, this continues is Gary Rowett now, same season Gary Rowett took over. Um, here's one for you, Harry, he's a hot potato. Ryan Woods signed on a six-month loan in January 20. Is he a success? Is he a dud? Is he average? How do you see Ryan Woods in a stepping back and in the cold light of day and all those kinds of cliches? He's not George Savile, is he? No, he's not. He's not Jason Malumbi. He's not George Savile. Um... He's good at some things. He doesn't He's seem to be very good at other things. things. That's no. probably why Stoke, who have ambitions of going up, more realistic ambitions of going up, are quite happy to let him go, aren't they? You don't let, play, you don't let players go on loan if you're if no. you think they're at your level. He's one of these players, and I think it, you know, we've way back at the start of this conversation, start of this show, we mentioned Lee Martin, <clears throat> who traded and dined out on his the fact he once played at Manchester United. And I think Ryan Woods dines out on the Player of the Year at Brentford in 2017 award that he won. It's a long time um, ago. <laughs> well, and also everyone says, everyone always refers to Shrewsbury and Brentford and other places. Where, oh, yeah, Ryan Wood is like the new Cruyff. You know, he's, he's, he's got it all. He's got the, he's, he's, he's a man with all the talents. Um, I think he does show a range of passing, but he lacks the bite and fire of the classic middle midfielder or eight the, the championship level midfielder, let's put it a different way. Um, and, you know, we, we've mentioned the goal on um, Saturday, um, you know, where, where he went missing for, when Ben made the mistake, he's then gone missing in the, in the run-up for the uh, Cardiff shot that, uh, you know, for the went in the net. And I think it's those areas where you think, not, I can't put him down as, as a success. I can't. I'm not sure I want to put him in a dud call uh, uh, bin yet, but he's he's not he a just success. He just exists. He, he just exists. Yeah, a very zen-like way he exists. Yeah, he just it. exists, and that's it. Um, he reminds me a bit of. Uh, he reminds me of Dave Livermore in the sense of, you know, you're not quite sure what they do, but the manager seems to like him and puts him in, and then. But the difference is, is that we still get beat with or without him. It's not really, a, he doesn't make any difference. He's not influencing that, no. No. Um, 
but is that is that unfair because he's got no one to it? I don't know. But then again, if he's got no one to it, why isn't the manager addressing it on this very transfer deadline day? You know, um, the manager yeah. must think that we do have someone to it and we're just not hitting them. Ryan Woods, there we are. I've mentioned Bart already. Mason Bennett, I, I want to like Mason. I, I want him to do well and I like the idea of Mason Bennett. I'm just not sure, apart from a couple of early flashes, we're not really seeing much from him, Harry, are we? I mean, you know, when he does start, which is becoming increasingly rare lately, he's not he's not looking the part. Um, I don't, I don't know. know if I like him at like left wing. I almost would prefer to play him through the middle, um, just for a bit of something a bit different pace-wise. Just, just for lols and shit to see what happens. Jump yeah. Um, then we're into 2020, the current season. Um, still no news. I just checked on Twitter, Harry. I've not seen any news on the... Other, other than the uh, Parrot pushing up the bases at Ipswich. Parrot, uh, yeah, I mean, Parrot signing. We, he's, he's in the dud zone, I'm afraid. You know, he, a, a talented boy, but he's he's gone now. So, um, rightly so. Then we have Mason signing a permanent deal. For half a million. Uh, half a million. Uh, I'm not sure we've seen value yet, Mason. If you're listening, mate, we'd, we'd love to see it. I'd love for you to come good as well, if you're listening. Um, Scott Malone maybe against, maybe against Derby would be quite nice if you could score yeah but you can't Derby. not just against Derby you want it against every club you know no, no, but, uh, but you know maybe start the run at Derby and you know maybe we don't lose for 15 games all thanks to you Mason that who's be... the little midget the, the Leeds midfielder the, um, little midget bloke what was his name this got out of my head I'm getting old now I can't think of his name uh, middle midfielder uh, got involved in a fight with um um you know, it's like he went was at Chelsea and then Jody Morris. Jody Morris, because he'd only ever turned it on against Leeds. Otherwise, he was very, very, very. He uh, did, you know, yeah, he, he was the precursor to Aidan O'Brien's pointing fascination. It used to point other players where they should be, and then get dragged out <laughs> of position by being concentrating on their game rather than his. Um, <laughs> it's underrated that point. Yeah, he once he actually blocked me on Twitter because I think I pointed this out to him at one point. Ironically, I pointed something out to him and he uh, blocked me. So there we go. That'd be in your um, FA coaching badge, the art of pointing. Well, maybe, um, maybe, maybe there's a fucking entire segment on pointing. Maybe there's stuff that I'm not understanding. Chapter Mark two of the great. <laughs> chapter two of, of of module one: Viking hand claps and pointing. Uh, pointing, yeah. Scott Malone, um, I'm, he's on a loan. Scott Malone, Malone has a loan. weird, has a weird relationship with the Millwall fans. I think he's Marmite. He's a Marmite character. He wore flared jet. He wore he wore dodgy trousers to a Millwall player. Of the no year. socks. He has he has suit suit on his shoes and no socks. I remember seeing that's that. fashion. That's fashion, mate. That's a lot. Is of it? Oh, fashion, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out of it, mate. I'm out of it. Yeah, but people <laughs> used to think you were all strange when you had your your isotonic wedges in the eighties. <laughs> I suppose, <laughs> I suppose I suppose it comes in comes in droves. Goes but. in fits and starts. And finally, for this season, um, pending any news, we have yet to see any news of uh, today's transfer deadline. Um, we have Kenneth Zohor on, on a loan to um, uh, the end of the season now. I think, isn't it, Kenneth Zohor? Yeah. Um, and we've you know we've mentioned him at some length. I, I don't think he's he's not not a dud for certain. He's, he's finding. His fitness and um, is as good as we can hope for in these current as we can hope for. So there we are. Current times, which is unfortunate. There we are, dear listeners. That's your that's your the full list of transfers inwards to Mill Football Club. It's there was a brief golden period when you look at it back. Harry's a brief brief a brief golden period during Neil Harris's managerial reign of signing 
you know, a few duds, but plenty of jewels in the in, in the in the dirt. You know, I'm talking about the Jeds and the Jakes and, and the George Savills and so on. They were um, finding they were finding the rough diamonds and polishing them for other clubs. Yeah. Yes. Um vast majority of those signings have been on the dud side of, of life, but um, you know, it I, seems I think, to be the less money we spend on a player, the better they do, which is terrifying because yeah. they keep saying that we can't compete at this level by signing these these players. Well, we don't need to compete at that level by our history. Our history is we go and find the non-league style. We go and we try we we try and find these these diamonds in the rough. And I know because of Leicester within the league with diamonds in the rough, it has become harder because the bigger clubs now look for the diamonds as well as the the Neymars and the superstars. Um, That's an interesting point, though. When you, you know, I'm going to exclude Ryan Leonard, who we paid a million, 1.2 mil, because I think he's, he's not in that category. But if you if you look down at the big money signings that we've had over over recent years, I'm talking about Mason Bennett, 500 grand, whether that's big money or not. Please. It's big Millwall money. Millwall money Millwall is different money. too. <laughs> Millwall money is like times 10 of other people. So 500 grand yeah. for us is like 5 million. Jury's out on Mason. Um, John Daddy, I can't believe that we paid 750000 and got so little back. Um, we've Skalak. mentioned Jerry Scalac, 650. Um, Matt Smith for 400, I think, is value, personally. Yeah. Um, Murray oh. Wallace is quite Murray Wallace is quite expensive for what he is, Harry. Half a million to 600000 for what we get from him, but we do get solidity, and I, I, I take my hat off to him. I think um, he was arguably one of the players of the season last season. So five hundred yeah. grand for a player of the year. Value there, but but Bradshaw for a million has not been value. Um, he's, he's up in our seven figure zone, um, and so it goes. I mean, it, it reinforces your point that we're probably at our best where we're signing a Lee Gregory for two hundred and fifty grand from Halifax. You know, yeah, that's that, that's where that's where we've achieved most success. Um, if that's not depressed you on this. So far, dull deadline day for me. I don't know what we'll do. Um, there we are. Big thank you to Harry Warren for joining us on this this um, rather rambling conversation. Very zero prep, but I think we we you know we turned out some interesting points there. I hope we did anyway, listeners. It's big thank you to Harry for taking part. No problem, mate. It's uh, it's depressed me no end. Um, I'm seeing people, <laughs> seeing people mention mention AFC Wimbledon for Harris's next job. Just watch it, sitting there watching that and thinking, no, nah, I don't think that's going to happen either. Um, fuck it. It's just very, very weird times we are in football at the moment. I think, I think if you've been sat by, if you've been at Millwall and Cardiff, I think I think the natural progression isn't to go to AFC Wimbledon with the, uh, with the greatest amount of respect to them. It's where I love football fans. So they allocate jobs to you. I mean, you, you know, in fairness, he's, he's he's done well with Millwall. He's he's uh, you know put together a squad at Cardiff, and he's not not failing there, but he's not maybe succeeding on a level. But then someone else says, right now you're now fit to go and join a you know AFC Wimbledon. <laughs> Just, as I've just responded, yeah, I think he'd want better than that shit. I don't think he's looking at a, a, a team looking at League Two. I, 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 you know, the, the bloke, the bloke got to a quarterfinal of an FA Cup, two playoff finals in League One. I, I think he would be very much looked at as a walnut type figure in League One, rather Dagenham, than Redbridge. Yeah, you know, <laughs> given the South End job, he'll, he'll take that. I don't think he would. You know, I think anyone with a reach, I think even me. You know, after I'm fully qualified, I'd have to think fucking twice about the South End job. It's enough to put anyone in their grave. Um, Wonderful stuff. Big thank you, Harry. 
No after. problem, mate. Speak to you soon, mate. I'll leave a dirty meal wall. Thank you for listening to Aston Millwall. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a cheeky little review. However, Dirty Millwall. Till next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.